about Randland, we eat munchies, and we get really high. Hi everyone, I'm Shame of Tire Lot, and I'm here with my husband slash co-host, Dang. What's good? What's good, fam? <laughs> for a full spoiler, anthropological, sociological, and maybe psychological. And maybe psychoanalytical. Yeah. Analysis of the Weed of Time podcast. We have... S I didn't make up a rhyme because I didn't make a new thing. We smoked weed. We have so many snacks. It's fucked. You've seen the pictures. It's fucked. <laughs> it's so good. There's only two of us. Two. We're such fat asses. It's great. It's bulking season. Yes. Anyways. Uh, and yeah, we're going to talk about the Weed of Time dudes. Maybe I should improvise these more. I feel like that was funny. Anyways, um, yeah, so what do we smoke, Dang? So that's a complicated question to be asking me at this point. What, what the fans need to know is um, I have what I call the dregs container. The dregs container is what I put in when, like, there's only a little bit of ground up stuff left in any container. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll just put it all in one big thing. It's kind of like when you had Play-Doh as a kid and you had all those weird chunks that, like had come off and you couldn't put them back anymore. So you just put all the fucked up ones together in one spare container and it just became this ugly ass. Yeah. Okay. That's this weed. Um, but I mixed it half and half with God, bud by Redican. Blessed be the name of how much of it do we smoke? Uh, cause I don't know. <laughs> I think it was three bowls. Oh shit. All right. Out of our big ass fancy bong. That's like three tiered. It's got, it's like a fucking Willy Wonka. Machine. It's our wedding bong. It's, Brilliant. <clears throat> we bought it with the money his anyway. grandmother gave us. Oh, you can't say those things to people. They don't know who she is. Just I can feel she... her. I can feel her frowning at me already. We tease because just the money went into an, that account, and then we bought the bong. So it's. Yeah. Any, anyway, we we smoke like three bowls of that. What are we eating? Wait, what are we drinking? I'm, I don't know, what What wine did you get? Okay, wait, I took a picture of the label, holy shit. Oh, he, he's so smart, this is why I love him. Oh god, it's a live photo. Okay, it is a white wine, actually I think it's a rosé, I'm colorblind. Um, it, no, it looks pretty white. Okay, it's called Obsession, and it's by a brewery called Symphony from California. And I'm drinking the one true proletarian beverage. That's not really. Labatt's Blue. And... Because I love myself, I got myself one of the three quarters of a liter cans, the Jesus ultimate of tall boys, the chode of tall boys, if you will. I'm drinking that. That is a chode of tall on boys. On brand for the fans. Now tell us what we're eating, please. I was actually going to make a point because I think oh, our listeners right now are probably like, hey, why the fuck is Shame drinking? She says she always pukes when she smokes and drinks. Well, it's like barely any of a glass of wine. It was, it's just, like two tablespoons of wine. I just, I really want the flavor of wine, you know? It's marking time, and that's when that's when wine is consumed. It's a deep time-honored tradition among female teachers. Oh yeah, just the female ones. Uh, the boys are a little more gruff, at least at my school. <laughs> I don't recognize gender roles because I'm retiring in a year and I don't give a fuck. Yeesh. Those teachers exist. I hate them. I yell at them. And I yell at my administration about them. Um, anyways, so we're going to talk about... No, our food. Oh, our food. I'm sorry. Jesus fucking Christ. 
I didn't make a list this episode because I forgot and was making this food. So we have deep fried pickles. They are baby dill garlic. And some ultimate garlic. And some ultimate garlic. Uh, just for, you know, a little pickle roulette, if you will. <laughs> Goddamn right. Jesus Christ. Um, so we breaded them and we stuck them in our deep fryer. And we're eating them with garlic aioli, which is like vegan mayonnaise and lemon juice and garlic. garlic salt and pepper. Yeah, which is pretty chill. It's actually really easy to make and it's really yummy. So do it. Um, and I spent many hours making making pierogi by hand because we're vegan. So if we want pierogi, I need to make them by hand because we can't buy them nowhere. So it's a... The filling is potato, vegan cheese, vegan bacon, onion, garlic, with some seasonings in it, and then, you know, a dough thing, and then we boiled them and then we deep fried. After dipping them in flour. Yeah, because don't, yeah, don't put water in your grease. It'll end badly. Like, don't do it. And if it catches on fire, put a fucking lid on it instead of... And unplug it. Yeah. Well, depending on what it was. Yeah. Just deep deep frying was what I was oh, thinking. Oh, yeah, of. that makes sense. That was the connection I had made. That makes sense. Um. Anyways, yeah, so tonight we're talking about fucking everything. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, just a preface to this. Um, one of the people who interacts with us on Twitter frequently is uh, Ybor. Ybor? How do you want us to pronounce that? Because we don't know. Tell us how you want it. Yeah, if, Spell it out for If us. we haven't asked you by the time this episode comes out, please just tell us on Twitter. I say Ybor. I think the the ladies say Ybor or something. Mm. And we don't know, but you're you're cool. We really like you. And this episode is going to be one prompt only and it's your prompt. Uh, we're going to read your tweet right now cuz this is when we went fishing for new prompts. You said, "I would like to hear more discussions about the world of the Wheel of Time and Robert Jordan's world building." For example, debating the idea of a world with only one religion where literally everybody we meet accepts the idea of the creator and the light. Um, Which I thought was a pretty astute observation. Yeah, there, there's lots of... And we had been talking about doing this anyways. I've been wanting to do this for a while. Basically, I've been wanting to do this ever since, I think it was our second episode, where you and I got into an argument about... Uh, Taxes in the two rivers. Taxation in the two rivers, which that's going to come fucking back right here, right now, folks. I've been wanting to do this for so long. Um, so, Ybor, thank you for letting me do this. Um, and I'm an anthropology teacher, so. And I'm thinking about trying to do online courses to get my sociology double major finished up. Honestly, so, like. I really want to. So legit. So legit. Um, so, like, that's where we're coming from. We're fucking ready for this. Um. So there's We're not a, going to talk about Matt's dick at all. Well, hmm. he's had so much sex that by the time we start talking about demographics, it's his genetics are going to have to come up in in that, you know. By the time this episode comes out, I will have lapped no spo for the second time. <laughs> Reading these on books. Her reread. Just thought thought of that and thought it was funny, you know. Hopefully, by the time this is out, I'll be starting my reread as well. Um, but. We want to do a little bit of vocabulary discussion right off the mm-hmm. bat. Because it's going to make this make a lot more sense. Kind of the angle we're coming at this from. 
We're also thinking this is going to be multiple episodes. Because we want to talk about like five hours worth of shit. Yeah, and we don't want to upload five hours worth of shit. So we may just have a sub-series that's just the world-building discussions. Party. Where we get to social science geek out. Yeah. About a made-up thing, which... I'm sorry, do you mean reality? But I... Well, really? And I think that's the point, too. Like, we always need to be critically analyzing media... Because it does affect how people think. Like, I shit you not, I have met multiple people in my life that watched the bee movie and are now convinced that if we stopped farming honey and consuming hum- honey, that the world would end because the bees would stop pollinating. I have met people who believe that shit. That was a cartoon made by Jerry fucking Seinfeld. And you're going to make vast fucking philosophical and fucking physiological, geological fucking jumps on that with no further investigation? Apparently. Not realizing that there's 16 other species of bees that are not the honeybees that we use for industrial production? Yep. And those are the ones going extinct? Okay, this is going to be a heated episode. Anyway. He's feeling feisty, folks. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, there's actually a purpose in dissecting media in this sort of way yeah because it does influence our lives i get what you mean i get it yeah okay it means you probably got it a while ago sorry Dear listeners i Unless have you're high with his i have Tell a, us, are, do you get high when, when we well when I, you listen or do you do it sober i hope that one person on twitter doesn't listen to us high because they said they listen to us while they drive to go buy pot oh, so yeah. i hope they're not driving high that's, that's legit. That's really legit. That we are sense. stoners, but we are safe stoners who care about your health and well-being. Yeah. So the first vocabulary I want to discuss is um, materialism. Yes. Okay? Because this is going to have a really big influence on, like, how I approach this and discuss this all fucking episode and hopefully series. I had a line earlier that I forgot to say. Oh, go for it. I was Ooh. going to say what the snacks were, and then I was going to go, sorry about the crunch. <laughs> So, materialism. I'm not talking about being greedy and wanting a lot of material possessions. Mm-hmm. That is worse than like vulgar materialism from a philosophical standpoint. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm not here to talk about the commodification commodification of Christmas. No, I can talk about material girl by Madonna. Although we should. Fuck, maybe that'll be the credits song. Probably. I just handed it to you right yeah, there. There we go. Didn't I? Fuck. So, um, materialism is a school of philosophical thought opposed to the school of phys- philosophical thought known as idealism. Mm-hmm. They have two exactly polar opposite views on how reality and life work. The idealists say... That it is our ideas and our minds and the things we choose to believe that we then act on that shapes the world around us. The materialists, and the lens I'll be coming at this through, believes rather that the physical reality in which you live determines the ideas you end up having. So, for example, the economic basis of the society in which you live will affect how you feel about a lot of parts of your life and like the religions 
and the cultures and traditions that come up. Like, think about it. If we weren't living under capitalism, Christmas Why would, would a not... communist culture have, you know, religious things about charity? Right. And why, like, capitalist society needs Christmas, right? I, I cannot possibly believe that in the year 1100, in fucking West Mercia, there were people having Christmas and being like, Oh, look, Santa brought you a fucking toy horse and a fucking new dress. Like, I don't believe, like, that didn't exist. Right, like complaining about how many gifts you get and shit. That that is capitalism doesn't exist Success because we want not. that. We want that because capitalism exists. Mm. Okay, our our reality determines the mode of life we end yeah. up living. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I know I cut you off. Did you have anything else to? No. Okay. Um, so you're just saying yeah. So the lens we're going to be coming at this from for a lot of it, I know I am, and I think Shame agrees. Mm. We're going to be looking at it. Looking at different parts of the culture that we hear about in the books and asking, how this, did that develop in that place? Mm-hmm. How is this realistic or is it not realistic? And I'm just going to preempt everybody who's like, fantasy's not meant to be realistic. It's escapist. It's okay. Stop. Part of the point of this is that even things that are, you know, fantastical and escapist have fucking ramifications in real life because of the way we feel about them. Right. And so like, I think, I think also it's just for fun. It is also just, it's for a made up thing. Who fucking cares if we make fun of it? Yeah, really? Like I know that dragons don't really exist, although they don't in the wheel of time and that's bullshit. Oh my God. We need to do an entire episode on you reading through the wheel of time, waiting for dragons to show up the whole goddamn time. Like, and so I'm not saying things can't be unrealistic and fantastical. He bought it because he thought it was about dragons. And I read the entire thing thinking it was going to be about dragons. Anyway, so we're, we're going to be coming at it from those lens. From that lens. Um, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. I just don't want to get bashed with... Don't think about it that hard. It's just fantasy. It doesn't have to be realistic. It doesn't have to, but it should be. Read some Steven Erickson. Read some Joe Abercrombie. Yeah. Now, the other thing. Maybe you want to take the lead on the eight aspects of culture. Yeah, fam. Okay. Gotta finish two of my pickle. I'm sorry. Cut the pickle. Tickle, tickle. Mmm. <laughs> Did not like that. I noticed. I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. So, firstly, to explain what a culture is, culture is basically all learned human behavior. So anything that one human being learns from another is considered culture, particularly when humans in the same area start having those similar traits that we're going to discuss. So within certain definable areas, we can establish a culture. These cultures... It's obviously hard to define exactly what culture is. I use eight aspects of culture to analyze it. And generally, most things that you can find within a culture will be able to fit under one of these umbrellas. There is some overlap, but as a result, everything's covered. So, first part, 
is the attitudes, ideas, and behaviors within a society. Do you want me to go through all of them? Or? Well, I think we could talk about them a little bit. Okay. Like, I'm definitely fine with that, but you, yeah. can, you can talk, uh, introduce them all. Yeah. So, attitude is specifically, like, a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. So, it's typically reflected in somebody's behavior. But that could also be, like, racism, homophobia, yes. sexism, right? Ideas, commonly held beliefs. Yeah. Which also goes into that. Uh, behaviors. So, common actions that are afforded a positive or negative value. So, behaviors are what we would refer to through a sociological lens instead of an anthropological mm -hmm. lens as social norms. So, things like holding a door for somebody? Yeah, social um, social norms and social deviance. Yeah. So, like, we would say holding a door for somebody. Uh, tipping can even be part of that. Um, On a more extreme level, because I, I teach teenagers. Yeah. Uh, social deviant, incest and cannibalism. Fuck. Here, Social here. norms, getting married and popping out a few kids, then retiring to Florida. And dying. And dying. But it can also be but stuff spending like... spending all your money on consumer goods. This would be partially about religion, too, but we could talk There's, about... It's got its own category. I, I, I know, but like I think it falls under both uh, stores not being open on Sundays or having reduced hours on Sundays. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's the Sabbath day, right? You know, that you're not supposed to work. So that can be part of that, too. So it's attitudes and ideas. And... Yep. Next one, social organization. So social organization is kind of encompassing privilege and oppression. Uh, so the example I give is that adults are considered to be in charge of non-adults. Mm -hmm. Theoretically, that could be different, although I don't know why that would happen evolutionarily. Have to be one hell of a culture to make that work. Um, but like racism is a huge thing with this. Uh, sexism. I'm thinking, um, I'm running, I can't think of any more isms. You know, even more so than that, because it's the social organization, we could say patriarchal relations Yeah. are part of the social yeah. organization. Like, sexism is part of that, but I think mm -hmm. more specifically to the organization. Yeah, the structure. It's the hierarchies in our society. Mm -hmm. Who yeah. makes political decisions? Who passes legislation? who has the money, who produces and owns the rights to produce goods. Mm. I'm going to get sociological. <laughs> you know what? That's a good one to look at through a sociological lens. Am I right? Okay. What else? Customs and traditions. So custom, habitual practice, usual way of acting. Traditions is specifically the transmissions of customs or beliefs between generations. Okay. So, any culture with a Becoming an adult ceremony. Yeah. Um, Getting your driver's license. Mm -hmm. Legal drinking age. Mm. Good one. Age of majority. Mm -hmm. Maybe even the concept of losing your virginity. Yeah. Because that ain't real. We just made that up. And, and so, like, I, I would think that would be included in there, too, you know? No, for sure. For sure. Next, we have religion, I think. Did I skip one? No, we're good. Christmas is a good example of a customer tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, big giant one. So Christmas, Easter, um, Passover, Lent, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we can also include... Um, this is customs and tradition, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we could also include Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. um, if you celebrate a national holidays. day in your culture or in your uh, in your country, 
Because yep. um, lots of people have Independence Days or Canada Day, Liberation Day, um, Founders Day, that shit, right? I would count that. I would potentially count Labor Day or May Day, which is the real Labor Day. Um, fuck, I, I had another one and I've been rapping trying to get to it and I just can't bring it back, I don't think. Customs and Traditions. Halloween. Halloween, yeah. I don't know what it was going to be. Whatever. Next one's religion. So religion is defined in, or defined as the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Hello, creator. Okay, so I have such a good thing on this, I think, because Nospo and I were talking about this just like a couple days ago, where like, you can see the material reality of different eras and places reflected in the religions that came out of them. Paganism could have only happened in like pre-Christian Europe. Well, like I also know what happened in a lot of indigenous societies, but I know the most about these ones. So um, we're going with it. We're we're going with it because it's what I can speak to in the most depth. The polytheism of like, Norse paganism, for example, and also I'm including a lot of Sumerian, Greek, Roman, and Celtic in this because they're actually all the same thing, just differently dispersed and, you know, like you can even point to some of the same deities being, being the same. Yeah. Um, and they change also based on physical environment and things, so it wouldn't necessarily be the same as the other polytheistic religions. Right. And so... This on the physical environment in which they live, which can also shape our culture. This is pretty crazy to know, is that it, there's not a lot of evidence to say that Norse pagans believed in the gods literally, necessarily. Okay? Part of it is a known mistranslation that happened when the Christians invaded. Mm-hmm. The, the Old Norse word for gods... If they say God or gods, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's what they're saying is actually good. Okay. And so we find all these quote unquote scriptures and stuff of them talking about the gods. But a lot of that seems to stem from the idea that they're actually just the goods. They're worshiping good natural forces in opposition to bad natural forces. And so that's why you have a god of thunderstorms, yeah. right? That's why you have goddesses of fertility. Mischief. Mischief, right? They're putting up a pantheon of the things... Death. Because they're in a partially hunter-gatherer, partially slave society. Mm-hmm. Right? Still very pre-feudal. That's what... They were fucking farmers. Right? They, they were militant farmers. And so that's what they would have been looking to a religion to explain mm-hmm. or to deal with is... Natural fucking forces, because that was what they lived or died by. Mm-hmm. I wonder why farmers would care about thunderstorms. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why they would have a god of thunderstorms. Especially a seafaring, mm-hmm. sailing, yeah. f- or uh, coastal place, yeah. right? And then we can take that into feudalism and capitalism, okay? Well, religion can even cause its own cultures as well. Yes, but But I'm just talking about how material reality Mm -hmm. churns out the initial religion, religion, right? 
Catholicism was just perfectly compatible with feudalism. Mm-hmm. It, it because you had to have your your diocese and your 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 parish, mm-hmm. your parish, uh, and you, in the same way that you had your plot of land that you rented from a landlord, mm-hmm. you were living as part of a religious community with a role to play, right? And if you look, when did capitalism begin? It was when Martin Luther started the Reformation with his Lutheran theses, okay? Catholicism demanded feudalism and vice versa. I'm related, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, we're going to get there, I promise. But Protestantism is beautifully melded to capitalism. It's it just, it, it fits, it, 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 they cry out for each other. And so Nospo and I were talking about this a lot, is just the idea that like, your religion is in large part determined by your mode of existence and your physical realities. Yeah. Materialism. Sorry, that's all. I'm. That's my one of my big ones right there. That's what you Get that out. So religion can also cause its own cultural behaviors because, well, yeah, um, you can see different social organization within a religion. You can see different attitudes, ideas, and behaviors as belonging to that or having that as the root cause. So. It's a little bit of a wheel of time, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, next is language. So it can be shaped by the culture and it can also sh- shape culture itself. So if your language doesn't really have a word for something, it's not of great importance to you. So Franz Boas studied some of the Inuit people in Canada in the 1880s and found that they have like an insane amount of words for snow. You've probably all heard mm-hmm. this. Because of the physical environment in which they lived, it was snow all the time. They didn't know what kind of snow mm-hmm. was there. So their physical environment shaped the language that they produce. Mm-hmm. And it can kind of work the other way too. I was just going to say that. there, There's some speculation. It, it's impossible to quantify. Mm-hmm. But there's some speculation that Finland had, it was either the first or second female head of state yeah. in the world. They also don't have grammatical gender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's speculated that those things are connected. Yeah. It's, like I say, it's basically impossible to quantify for quite some time, I'm sure. The cat just got up on shame, so she's happy. But, like, yeah. good kitty cat. There is a pretty strong case to be made for the idea of language shaping aspects of culture as well. Mm -hmm. So next, we have arts and literature. Which I've got a hot take on this. Yeah. Which is there is no apolitical art or literature. Yeah. Any art or literature that isn't explicitly for or against mm-hmm. uh, the current status quo. Yeah. If it is not for or against one of those things, it is by default for the status quo. Mm-hmm. Right? You You can't make anything apolitical because as soon as it's apolitical, you're saying... I consider what we're at right now great. I'm going to mm-hmm. ignore it and try and look outside it while ignoring yeah, it. just by not doing something. So, like, fucking Marvel be out here reinforcing the status quo. Disney yeah. be out here reinforcing the status quo. And they will until there's enough money in it for the status quo to change, and then they'll help push the change. That's why there's no fucking gay characters, you know? We watched half the Simpsons movie. 
last night and then stopped. That wasn't related to gay characters. I was going to say that for a while. But yeah, you're right. We need more fucking queer representation in and, media, and, and, for sure. And we're not going to get it because all of our media is owned by people who have a vested interest in maintaining the status quo and still t- until such a time that it's unprofitable, in which case they will lead the charge to change it because then they won't get their money back. Yeah. Pillow Friends is the same thing as Gal Pals. You know what? It fucking is. And... It's going to be a heated episode. Let's continue to the next one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you've already got forms of government. I'll let you take this one. I, I feel like that doesn't even need elaboration. Like, obviously that influences your fucking culture. Like, why did the caste system in India develop to the extent that it did? They were being colonized by the British, who basically legislated it into place. Right? Um, But also, fuck Gandhi. Yeah. Fuck the English, but fuck Gandhi. Um, He's a bad person. (laughs) He was a bad person. Um, Yeah, uh, anyway, I I feel like it it don't... Google his step, or his granddaughter, then you'll know. Yeah. Honestly, just Google Gandhi cancelled, and you'll you'll get it, I'm sure. Um, But anyway... I feel like it doesn't need elaboration. That's my point. Uh-huh. This obviously includes any thing that that government imposes. So not just the form of government. It's not just like capitalism, but it's capitalism under these laws with these regulations, this sort of thing. It, it's capitalism not giving indigenous people voting rights. Yeah. It's capitalism um, not yeah. confronting the wage gap. Yeah. Right. Those, those laws and the changes thereof obviously affected culture i.e. women not being able to work. Mm-hmm. Huge thing. Next we have economic systems. So what I'm saying is, so check it. <laughs> Everything is determined by our economic system of production and distribution. Literally everything. Think about it. We currently live under a system where the means of production can be privately owned And there has to be this vast reserve army of labor of these people who either need a job or don't have a job and like, or are looking for a new job. It needs to have that so that those people who own everything can hire those people to work on their means of production to produce things that then get sold at a higher value so that they can give basically just enough to keep you alive so you can keep working. But... Obviously, they charge more than what it's worth because they make their money back on it enough to keep them rich or get richer, right? So it's also then in their best interests to sell the things you make back to you because then they make back the money they paid you on the thing that they paid you to make and pocketed the extra from, right? So... That's why things are so fucking commodified and all of our traditions revolve around buying shit for people. Even something as simple as going on a date. What are you going to do on a date? You're supposed to go to a restaurant for a meal and then you're supposed to go see a fucking movie. Okay? That's a hundred dollar fucking night if you're lucky. Okay? It's in the interest of the people who dominate the economic system for all of this to be shaped the way it is. There. 
That was the big go off. I, I uh, you were waiting for it with the government system. I think. Yep. 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 All right. So those are the eight aspects of culture. So we're gonna now apply those to the wheel of time. I feel like we could have done that as we went, and it wouldn't have been as big a gap. But I, I didn't think we were gonna get. I was gonna get into it that hard. <laughs> All right. Wheel of time. Total system of attitudes, ideas, and behaviors. Most common within a society. So actually, let's let's lay the groundwork here for the historical setting in mm-hmm. which the Wheel of Time has occurred. Sure, go for it. 3,000 years ago, the world fucking ended. Apocalypse. Apocalypsed, yeah. People running for years and years. December 21st, 2012. Yeah. Most of the people died running for their lives for years. Um... Huge amounts of instability. 3,000 years is not enough time for genetic markers to diverge that much. Mm -hmm. The population is still pretty much the same genetically rather than, or genetically, regardless of their location. There's, There's differences, but they're not big differences. But they certainly have a cultural distance from the apocalypse. Yes. Cultural distance. It's not a fresh horror that is no. affecting I can't think in of anything new ways. that happened 3,000 years ago. I can, but you know me. Yeah. What's something that happened 3,000 years ago? Does it induce horror in me? Well, I mean, like, ancient Egyptian society was 3,000 years ago. Yeah, I, I was, was, th- too, I was like thinking of a specific event. Oh, uh, the, Pel- like, the Peloponnesian like the War. No, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> like the, the... <laughs> Okay, so they don't really give shit. Yeah, like... We tested. <laughs> Stoner approved. Um, yeah, so... No one remembers the breaking. I feel like they might have a slight difference in our level of forgetting because they've had Aes Sedai the whole time. Who live very long lives. And so it's remembered and... better through them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll give you that. Timeline's a little uh, and I mean, depend- longer, takes longer to devolve. And depending on how frequently they interact with Ogier yes. at a cultural level. Yes, because Ogier live even longer. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. How could I have forgotten my people? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, spot on point. There's When you live for longer, time, time is still time because it's all compared to your levels of experiences. Your life doesn't feel longer. There's just more stuff to pack into it. But then they're also geographically divided from the Aiel. And the Aiel remember all of their history so much differently. Yeah. And they have a vastly different culture than anyone on the other side of that wall. By the physical reality of the fact that, like, they were fucking separated from the other fucking culture. And they were deeply affected by the physical environment that they were living in. Which is why everything's centered around water. And the unique shit that was going on in terms of their discrimination and things when they were headed to the threefold land. Mm. Hell yeah. It, oh, we're going to talk about the Aiel. It's going to be fucking amazing. And, this is... and then how long ago did the Sean Sean fuck off? Do you remember from Arter Hawkwing? Because I don't yeah. This is why I've got the books right here. Oh. Let's find Arter Hawkwing. Oh, go to Luther Pendrag. Okay. Is that under L's or P's? Um, L, I think. Okay. Logain is in here, so it should be. Luthar. 
So he was about a thousand years after the breaking. So two thousand years ago. Yeah. So this is like okay. ancient Egyptian society to like late just, Roman Empire kind of thing. Yeah, I just wanted to know yeah. how long Shan Shan had been fully cut off for. Yeah, and so, so yeah, I, I was just trying to like give some context. Mm-hmm. If the breaking was like the creation of the pyramids of Giza. Oh yeah. The Anglo-Danish War pre-England was Arthur mm-hmm. Hawkwing. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I, th- I think I fucked that up. The beginnings of the Roman Empire versus the Greek or the ancient Egyptian society. Mm. Something like that. They're, they're both mind-bogglingly long ago to the point that like it doesn't fucking matter almost. <laughs> right? 2,000 years ago was Jesus. Yes, thank you. Fuck, holy shit. I got you. Thank you. All right. So attitudes, ideas, and behaviors in Randland. Well, it's weird because it's almost like they were divided up by a country, mm-hmm. which is not a great way to have imagined things mm. because there'd be way more... It was very distinct tiles rather than like a blend. Right. Because Tyr, Andor, and Kerhine, Kerhian, yeah, Karian, should be way more similar. Yeah. Right. They would all have bled together quite a bit mm-hmm. and there would be a spectrum where like... Karian and Eridoman be quite a bit different, mm-hmm. but in between there'd be gradations of the two. Mm-hmm. So, like, the two rivers should be the perfect blend of Karian and Eridoman. It's not like they right? have borderlines. You can go between the two whenever you want. Right. It's not militarized borders with, mm-hmm. like... It's a- not a big thing. Okay, and so so the idea that... You don't need a passport. In Karian, you've got the game of noble houses, reminiscent oh. of, like, the Tudors and stuff, right? Yeah. But then over in Camelin, uh, in Andor, right next door, so close that they're all fucking related. Yeah. You've got like a perfect Victorian, uh, not Victorian. Yeah, well, yeah, like a perfect modern day monarchy. Except for when they get lit. Yeah, but like you see what I mean. It everything is just divided by like in this country they dress like this. They. Mm-hmm. They uh, have this form of government, and they feel like this about women. Mm-hmm. And it just—it it seems like he just kind of hit it randomly, trying to blend as many different cultures as he felt like into any given case. Mm-hmm. No, that's legit. Why does Andor have? It was matriarchs? paid by the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. What reason would Andor have for having matriarchs while there's just a completely fucking chaotic they Game do. of Thrones over in Karian? Yeah. But then talk about the origin of Andors. But yeah, it would be weird how they devolved that separately. Where you have then a ruling council in Tyr that's just made up of like the rich ass people. Yeah. So you, and a king, but that position was never filled. Right, exactly. So you essentially have a parliamentary capitalist democracy mm-hmm. in Tyr. But they're not elected. So not democracy. I mean they're barely fucking elected now. <laughs> Like, yeah, their corporate lobbying matters way more than who votes for them. I was about that, to say, not... like, no, <laughs> they don't even pretend in tier, you know? No, 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 they've given up the goat for sure. Is it give up the goat or give up the ghost? I think it's ghost. Fuck! <laughs> um, Maybe but, we should Google it. <laughs> but then they have a king in uh, Ilian. 
Right? And, yeah. And a council of nine. And a council of nine. So, like, it seems so fucking but random. But and Ilian hate each other, so why would they be the ones sharing cultural traits such as the councils? Right. And, and they're, like, their systems of governance, right? Yeah. The tiering, or the king and council system. So, anyway, the point being, we, we can't make a claim like that about Randland as a whole. Yeah. Which is fucking whack. That's not how it would work. I can't believe you just ASMR'd opening the salt. <laughs> that was fucked up. Why did you do that? I don't know. I thought it would be funny. Um, okay, so fuck off. Anyway, what do we want to go to next? Um, social organization. Okay, so I think what we should do. I think that the attitudes, ideas, and behaviors as a closing thing, mm-hmm. it's... Probably realistic how disparate they are, but he needed to blend more. Yeah. The way it's laid out does not make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Borderlanders, he all just did like one thing, but with different hair. The hair! Everybody has different hairstyles. No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Do you see women walking around with the same hairstyle all the time? No! Only in North Korea where you have to have the same haircut all the time. Is that something people say? Yeah, it's just one of the myths. Okay. I'm... We talked about it like a week ago, so I thought I could bring it back as a bit of a joke. Oh. Sorry. Was I on my phone? <laughs> Probably. Wasn't Aren't you it? always? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Y'all should see the eyes going back and forth across the table right now. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> miffed. Anyway. He needed to blend more. Okay, and it's like... like contour. The bells. Is that Arafel or Candor? I don't remember. Arafel. Okay. The bells. Um, I think Arafel. Here. I'll look up Arafel while I talk, but like, I'm just so fucked as to like, you're a borderland country against the supernatural evil, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you, tr- like, and, and the whole point of you is to just guard. Most of your cities are just the fucking towers that the guards live in, right? Okay. Why the fuck are you making yourselves, like, less sneaky? Mm-hmm. Like, would you, stealth should be a part of this. Can you imagine Aragorn walking around with fucking sleigh bells on his belt? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, that's dumb as hell. Materialism! He's right, like, um, Arafel get roasted. And I'm just looking through their entry into the Wheel of Time Companion right now. You can look up Narishima, it might be faster. Both men and women often wore their hair in braids, a braid over each ear generally falling below the shoulders. With the bell. The braids are the ones with the bells. Okay. But yeah, like just some of those things, it's like, what the fuck is the basis for this? Because they don't seem practical, so why are they a thing? If you look at silly shit like the way people dress for religion... I shouldn't say silly. The way people dress for religious or cultural reasons, mm-hmm. they generally make sense, okay? They also make sense with the physical environment. Right. So, like, Jewish people having their prayer cord or prayer shawl. Mm-hmm. That's a chill accessory that you can just have and touch. It's You are close to your... Um, yeah, but it's not impeding your life. Right. It's very convenient, okay? And if you think about, like... Seek people with daggers, ceremonial yeah. daggers. 
Okay, it was not that very long ago in literally everywhere in the world where you probably wanted to carry a knife or a sword with you. Yeah. Okay? That is not that far removed. That can still absolutely be a totally reasonable mm -hmm. religious tri fashion tradition. Yeah. Like, it's definitely within like 50 years. Yeah. It, like years. in some places of the world, certainly. Yeah. And so like... We see why these things happen, even if they don't seem totally sensible now. I'm sure we could get into this with kilts, mm, um, yeah. togas, uh, shit like that, right? They had to but sew it all by hand, folks. It would make way Less more... Sewing, better. It would make way more fucking sense if the bells were like... Ilian. Yeah. Or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't it say... It would actually be really interesting to think about why it would be on a uh, shore town. Like a coastal would, thing. Yeah, would it be a way of making sure that you like don't run into each other when it's dark, when you're on your boat? Yeah. Alternately, it'd be really easy to hear if someone fell overboard. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how effective bells would be in the water. I just mean in the process of falling. Yeah. yeah be yeah. like, oh, wow, that sounds like bells just fell out of the boat. Should yeah. probably check on that. Or it's just a way to keep a belt with you, so while you're swimming, you, you can lift your braid. Whip up your dread. And just <laughs> jangle, jingle, jangle. Jingle, jangle. Jingle bell rock. Um, yeah, so I just feel like there's a lot of cultural things like that. And we can get into some more, actually, because this is a large part yeah. of what I wanted to talk to you in mistakes in world building, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Domen. Yeah. Why is it that the women in one of the northernmost kingdoms... Dress the sluttiest. Is Aerodomen? Aerodomen's the slutty one, because that's where Leanne is from. No, I meant, I didn't know it was in the north. Well, here. It's like... I thought it was... It's the... far more north than, like, Andor and Carian. Okay. Yeah, like, it's about level with Tarvalon, just below the borderlands, over here. Oh, shit, so it is. Shit. Right? And so even in some of the, uh, the cover art we have, and the concept art we have from it... Mm -hmm. uh, in Eridomen, we see it's predominantly coniferous forest. Yeah. The we know that the military there um, wear like quite heavy padded tunics and stuff. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure in like Ilian or Ebudar, for example, it would be much more of what we think of for like Greek armor. Mm -hmm. It's like the open leather vest and the kilt and it, it like you know what I mean. What's up? I have an idea. What for why they might dress the sluttiest? Why? So if we take into account the breaking, okay. let's, some woman figured out, you know, the art of getting men to do exactly what you wanted, but not, you know, having them kill you or assault you. Okay. And she taught it to her daughters and all of the women she knew. And eventually they settled in an area that became arid dome. Do you think in a cooler climate that that particular sort of practice could could have been proliferated enough that it wouldn't disappear 3,000 years later. Oh. No, it wouldn't have been then anyways because um, Arthur Hawking messed everything up. Oh, that too. Yeah, never mind. Like, I like where you're coming from with that, mm -hmm. but I think in... Because it would be a good question in other contexts, but in yeah. this one, I don't think yeah. it changes it. Um, so that's one of my world-building quips. I still think I have valid thoughts about the sea folk at times, but I haven't formulated them as well yet. Okay. 
it's just weird that they're the culture that wears no shirts. Mm-hmm. Just because you're literally always in the wind. Yeah. And weather can be a lot harsher out there and stuff. Like, I wonder if it's also maybe just very warm on the entire West Coast because of how the air hits it. The mountains mm-hmm. of mist or something block those currents, which prevent it getting to Andor and Karium. That could be. If um, the coast or the, what do you call the big ocean currents thing? Ocean currents. The air with ocean. Yeah. Or the, no, no, sorry, I know what you mean. Yeah, if the currents of the ocean just end up taking warm air to that area, they flow north. But I mean, I feel like that happens in certain places in the world, like... Yeah. In Canada, that's very true in, like, Vancouver. Yeah, I didn't make it up for no reason. No, no, I know. But I just think, geographically speaking, by the time you get to Aridomen, yeah, you're more north, like... More like... Prince George or closer up towards Alaska sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's far enough that that was still, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for the good. sea folk specifically, if they only go so far up the West Coast, mm-hmm. there could certainly be reasons why like they don't have to worry about the cold as much for sure. Yeah. I suppose it could certainly make sense um, for like not having any extra clothing to get caught in lines mm-hmm. and netting and that sort of thing. I can see it for that. They just tried to make them like Caribbean pirates. Yeah, it's what he did, right? He, he transplanted something from our culture there for no reason, but I feel like this one's just more defensible. Hmm. Well, that's fair. Um, yeah. Right. So that's another example I can think of. <laughs> Are we done on attitudes, ideas, and behaviors? Probably, yeah. I mean... Social yeah. organization. I don't understand, and this is going back to something we've touched on, I don't understand why there are such vast differences between which gender you allow to rule you in places all so close together. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like, why is it just like king, queen, king, queen, duchess, king, queen, Either prince? Either or. First. S- seemingly at random. Because across something I this. That first was funny. That was funny, actually. Okay. Um. I just don't understand how you could have that wild of differences of opinions on whether women are people. Yeah. All that close together. It would be like if Manitoba could only have a female premiere, but Saskatchewan could only have a male premiere, and then, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. And some of them are either. Toronto, you can be a boy or a girl and still be mayor. Ottawa, you can only be mayor if you're a girl. Yeah. What the fuck is the purpose of dividing your beliefs that strongly over that small a mm-hmm. geographic space? Like, I don't get it. And why does that never... Why does the, the gender of the ruler never seem to reflect how men and women are treated in any of the societies? Mm-hmm. That does not make sense to me. Now, part of it you could say is because everyone's a little bit scared of women because I Sedai... Ish, like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. but okay. But in that case, why would farm matting be the place where men are most scared of women, and they have a giant thing so no fucking woman can, can channel. channel in it? Right. So, so I guess that means either farm matting is a lie, or fucking gender relations everywhere else are a lie, right? And then, or the women did something fucked up in farm matting. To go even further. 
You have a queen. You can only have a queen yeah. in Andor. Okay. So why is it that at the city government level in uh, the fucking Emmons Field, we have very clearly determined, here's the men council and here's the women council. And they are very distinct. And there's a woman that everybody listens to, but she is absolutely not the mayor. The yeah. mayor is someone completely different. You have to listen to his wife, but she's not a lady mayor. Not like that other lady who is not the mayor, but is kind of the head of the ladies thing, which is somehow above the men's thing, even though it's a man that's in charge of the town with his not-man partner, who is lesser than him. It's I don't fucking get it. It's because lots of people in the village council are married to women in the women's circle. Okay, so why so do you not just... hold sex when they don't get their way. Jesus fucking Christ. Why do you not just have a gentleman's club and a women's club? Or some sh- old people shit like that. Holy fuck. <laughs> Nothing about your government on any fucking level makes any sense. Yep. And your social organizations very clearly reflect that. Thank you very much. Is it time to talk about Twexit? Oh my Jesus. We could probably do that. I've been I've I've been saying Twexit since we decided we were going to do this episode yesterday. Okay. The Two Rivers is the fucking agricultural powerhouse of the Two River or of 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 Andor. Andor, okay? Listen to me. They're the fucking mitochondria of Andor. Literally 1000% of the tobacco comes from there. About, like, 98% of the food for the entire fucking kingdom comes from there. All of the people who know how to handle a bow come from there. The food doesn't come from there. Do they not export farmed goods? Like, food? No, they, they're subsistence farmers. Uh, they export wool. Wool and They export, tobacco. okay, okay, wool, okay. That's why they have sheep, but they don't, it's not for... 98% don't. of the wool, then. The tobacco is, like, well, I, that was still good. Food, I fucked up, sorry. Mm. Where was I going? Okay, so you export all the fucking tobacco, all the fucking wool, okay? And you're also still somehow this vast, untouched virgin wilderness, as if that's a thing that exists in these fucking beautiful forested mountains and your lush, verdant shire valleys. That every fantasy series starts in. Right, exactly. And so, like, except in the Lazen. Aragon. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Shannara. Or Shannara. I fucking forget. Sort of Truth. Sort of Truth. Um, not so much the Black Company, but that's kind of an outlier. Kind of the Chronicles of Thomas Covenant. Mm. Not a lot. You could make the argument for the first law as well, but not so much. But anyways, it happens a lot. Yeah, and it's just this untouched, mysterious wilderness that no one goes to. But, like, they, they're just governed by Andor and the monarch in Camelin? Fucking why? Who stopped sending tax collectors like to this gold mine of a town? Your economy is Andor's economy. There's basically nothing else. There's just the royal family, okay? And then, like, independent innkeepers. No, okay, so the Mountains of Mist, were, were, uh, they, I guess they are distinct and they have the mining... But, like, mining is way more finite. That's hard to speculate on. Like, it's scary to just, like, count on that, you know? You have to depreciate that bit. Yeah, exactly. 
So that can't be counted on, whereas like agriculture, you know, tobacco, wool, that sort of shit, a little bit can. Mm -hmm. As long as you're smart about it, which the people in Two Rivers seem to be, right? So why the fuck do they just accept and or rule? It's so dumb. Be fucking self-reliant. they don't know they're ruled by Andor. It's just fucking... And how is that the case? How the fuck do they not know? That's dumb as shit. Like, you're basically autonomous anyway. It's time for Twexit. Two rivers exit. Alright? You get out of the European Union. I believe in you. That's not how I feel about Brexit in real life. I, I have much more complicated feelings on that. It's much less deserved. But I Brexit. I mean, the EU sucks, but like, the UK is worse. Um, With Twexit, it's like, oh, yeah, overthrow that bourgeoisie. Yeah, exactly. Send a guillotine for Elaine. Fuck. All right, social organization. I think that's what we were on, but I ended up moving it into that because yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So I, I was yeah. Because, like, also, there's a lot of people of a lot of different skin colors, and I think it's beautiful that it's almost never touched on as, like, a cultural issue as anybody travels, really. Yeah. No one's racist. The Ilianers and the... sexist as shit, but they're not racist. The Ilianers and the Terrans are, like, at odds with each other, but that's that's national. That's not racial, right? But, like... To speak in, like, fucking um, real-life terms. Yeah. For a great deal of the books, you've got a bunch of black people Mm. walking around with some white people Mm -hmm. and an Asian guy, as well as this fucking Chewbacca-ass motherfucker. Loyal. Loyal. And they just kind of go anywhere and no one really questions them on why that particular group of people is together. Yeah. And that's a beautiful idea. But are you sure? They care about so many other petty things and they're just going to ignore racial differences? I don't get why. Usually race... Racism and racial differences stem out of a specific kind of cultural issue. Yeah. Like, the reason why people are racist against black people is because they there happened to be a slave trade already existing. At, well, at least why Americans are. Um, there happened to be a slave trade running out of the Middle East where they were taking African slaves. And it's yeah. cheaper to just go to that to buy slaves rather than... Um, Sorry, rather than make your own industry. Mm-hmm. And in addition, black slaves lived at a similar lateral sideways, right? Lateral level on the earth as the places that they wanted them to work in. So like sugarcane fields in Cuba kind of thing. Um, they had a natural immunity to a lot of the diseases that resided mm-hmm. in those areas that were transmitted by mosquitoes, for example, uh, like malaria. So they survived longer than other slaves and once we or they had been enslaved people didn't want to feel shitty about themselves they created these attitudes ideas and behaviors surrounding them in order to justify their own actions i think i've got a good formulation of my question right now okay we'll start with the statement that racism is part of an part of racial racism is a partial consequence of colonialism yes Absolutely. And imperialism. Let's just say that as a fact. Yeah. Here is my question. 
How the fuck did colonial colonialism never happen in Randland? It's Sean Sean. Well, yeah. There's that. But like how do we never see it on the continent like as part of the world building, if that makes yeah. sense? How did it just never happen argue by any Arthur kingdom? Hawkwing. Okay. Or Arthur and Hawkwing, not Arthur. So if we can then say Arthur Hawkwing did colonialism. Yeah. <clears throat> how the fuck did he manage... He did imperialism, I would... Yeah, but how did he manage to do non-racist imperialism that just perfectly ended racism for the next 2,000 years? Or was it... It was ended through the breaking because everyone from everywhere is running every which way. You would think it would reoccur or at some point. they also controlled then. the weather in the Age of Legends... So were people more likely to be all of the same race since they were facing similar amounts mm-hmm. of sunlight? Is 3,000 years long enough for races to change then? I don't know. Because if they had no races pre-breaking, the fact that they have any races post-breaking is like, that's really quick evolution. Mm-hmm. Or like, divergence, right? So Especially I feel like that couldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Humans would not vary that much within that time. You know what? Especially in... Like, there's obviously very different climates and stuff, but it's a pretty small geographic area. Mm -hmm. But let... uh, The Aiel would be much different. Yeah, why are the Aiel absolutely the same north-south? But there's such racial diversity in Randland. Yeah, when the Aiel waste is basically kind of the same size as Randland. Right. So, here's another question I've had. Um... We have the different races because living in different places had us evolve differently over time. Yes. Okay. Um, Race specifically is caused by your distance to the equator. The closer to the equator, the more sun you're hit with on an everyday basis because it's kind of directly overhead the whole time. So the melanin levels in your skin are not directly overhead, but like Mm. it's on the straight and narrow. Narrow. So it's hotter where you live. There's more sunlight, so your skin develops more melanin. And most humans were black to begin with because we all immigrated out of uh, Africa. Um, So rather than gaining melanin, you lose melanin when you move away from those equatorial areas uh, because your skin needs to absorb more vitamin D from the sun, and melanin impedes our ability to do so. I believe that does also change a little bit once you get up past the Arctic Circle. The, the because reason of northern why it is, indigenous people, because the is, UV light off the snow, right, reflecting, or like uh, the, the possibly. I think what it is actually is uh, there is a huge amount of vitamin D in seal and seal fat. So they didn't need they to get it from the sunlight. To, exactly. But but that also explains why as you get isn't fr- like genetics fun, guys. And that explains why as you get north, further north in different cultures, yeah. Um, Stuff like pickled fish and stuff yeah. gets more and more common, yeah. which is why it's like specific to like Scandinavia and northern yeah. Slavic areas because now. It made you healthier, right? Whereas like you get the worst shit closer to the equator, a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm thinking like Mediterranean. Yeah, no, absolutely. Although sure. the Mediterranean diet's not horrible either I, now, but anyway. So here's my question. And this is me going to be accusing Robert Jordan of more just copy and pasting real world things willy nilly to make it seem fantastical. Yep. Okay. Why is it that it's Asian people in the north 
mm-hmm. at least white people through some of the South, mm-hmm. and then white and black people just kind of intermingled willy-nilly through the Central Continent. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did that happen? Knowing what we know about why skins, colors, and those racial diff- other racial differences diverge. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are the Asian people in the North? I'm going to keep coming back to that. What if they looked more indigenous rather than Asian? I mean, that would certainly make sense. Like, if, if they the looked fuck fucking Inuit. people in one of the coldest places... Do top hats? Do top do- Oh my god! Just shave some of my head so more of me is exposed to the fucking Arctic wind. That Why is, don't you... That is what? not what would fucking happen. That is nonsense. It is absolute fucking tomfoolery. He just wanted ninjas. He did. He wanted fucking samurai. And then he later decided that they weren't good enough and he had to make actual ninjas with the fucking Sean Sean Deathblade motherfuckers. But he also had to make the ninja people wear bells on their braids in some cases because that's what you want when you're a fucking ninja, right? Something announcing your every move. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, James Oliver. The sign of a junior. true ninja. You can move Fuck. without the bells ringing. And so it just, like, that shit doesn't make fucking sense to me. Yeah, no, that's super valid criticisms, I think, from both of us. <sighs> Robert Jordan just... There's kind of, a lot of plot holes, guys, and we're going to find every single one. I feel like Robert Jordan just wrote a bunch of, like, human and cultural characteristics on sticky notes and then put a dart through them and then uh-huh. threw the dart at the map <laughs> and just said, okay, this is great! Amazing. God. He just mixed and matched willy-nilly. He didn't think about the color palettes at all. And, like, I'm kind of glad he he fucked it all up, too. Because it's fun to talk about now. It's fun to talk about. And also, as I'm working on our fantasy stuff Mm -hmm. that um, our patrons, some of you will know from um, Dankchens and Dragons series, that world I'm designing, I very intentionally went and did that. The southernmost places, Mm -hmm. which are closest to what we would consider the equator... Mm -hmm. They're, you know, dark-skinned people. Yeah. Right? And as you go further and further north, people get paler and paler to a certain point. A place like the swampy Ilgol mm-hmm. in the far northwest of the continent. Yeah. They are getting a lot of their sh- uh, food. It's like fish and fungi. Mm-hmm. Like uh, lots of mushrooms and stuff. Lots of vitamin D. Yeah. They're actually a little darker in skin as well. More mm-hmm. like what we would think about Inuit people, right? Yeah. So, like, I but very I intentionally made that mirror the way it actually works because you need to think about that shit or your shit doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. What were you going to say? I find it interesting that without probably making that decision, you put your uh, thing in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. Okay. Just, I think it's interesting because think about back to when we didn't know the fucking earth was round. Yeah. No one would do that. No. And when we didn't have the ability to travel, most people didn't know that south made it go warmer. If you were a European um, or an Asian, but like, or North American, I suppose. North Central American. Um, most people wouldn't travel enough, enough in their to, lifetime to, to, to know that. 
and they wouldn't be taught it in schools like we are. And then, so how would they picture their maps? The the people that could travel, when they would spread their stories of other places around, yeah, that's where you end up getting a lot of like fucking myths about shit. Yeah, because you're only hearing it in rumor from someone who passed through somewhere. You're it's getting the IEL about snow. It's the IEL about snow. It's fucking us about El Dorado and yeah. Atlantis and yep. This is just. Stories for shit we didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and, and those have been different throughout history, too. Like, the way fucking Vikings conceptualized the UK. Mm-hmm. It's like this warm fucking agricultural paradise yeah. full of riches. And I'm like, have you fucking seen England? Yeah. It's just a rock with some grumpy people on it. <laughs> It's bullshit. It's just Newfoundland, but more pretentious. And then you, and then you compare it. I, did I tell you that is a question we have to answer? <laughs> Why we hate Newfoundland? Why you hate? Why Newfoundland? I hate Newfoundland? Fuck yeah. Um, but anyways, to, yeah. Let's join our Patreon to find out why Dang hates Newfoundland. Q and A episode <laughs> coming up. Yep. Um, <laughs> words. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. How long has it been? I feel like we've been talking forever. Oh, just, uh, it's been an hour and ten. Oh, shit. We should probably stop. Fairly soon, yeah. But again, people, this is going to be a series. We're having so much fun, I think. Yeah. This is, we just. I I didn't realize it had been that long. This is just what we do about kind of everything in life. We do. So we're going to keep doing this because it's fun. We both have like social science minors and I'm a social science teacher and he's an avid communist. Did Nosepone ever get hers? Uh, her minor was in history. I thought it was psych shit. Okay. It, it was history or psych, and she had to drop one of them. Okay. Um, Might have been but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm also like an amateur philosopher of sorts-ish sociologist. Um, I've written a book. Astral projected several times. No, that's a <laughs> fucking joke. But like, I know I'm just being a shit because it's like, a podcast. No. It's funny. I wrote a book about fucking dialectics and materialist philosophy. You know, you did. It just happened to be a horror book. Yeah. It was very hard to read. Yeah. Well, As James most good Joycey. books of philosophy are. But but anyway, that, that that's... This is what we do for fun. So we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. But... Um, Let us know if you want more. Especially you, Ebor. Hopefully we've appeased you. For now. <laughs> for now. And it's nice because to do these, I think, when Nospo is not here, just so we can talk about all aspects, because I definitely said a spoiler at one point, but it was valid. We, we've done a few spoilers. But, like, I don't know. It's... I also feel like we communicate better, too. A little bit. You and I are always vibing. We're always on the same page. Yeah. Marry the person that you vibe with. <laughs> That's a dirty joke, I think. That's a sex toy joke. It is indeed. All right. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Criticizing the World Building of the Weed Wheel of Time. On the Weed of Time. Woo! I changed that in the wrong spot. I'm still ad-libbing. And we hope oh, you too. Wait, I'm sorry. I gotta go back to something. I'm so sorry. Yes. Um, the reason I think I said it in the Northern Hemisphere, because mm. it was kind of unconscious, but I think I know why. Yeah. It's because I know the geography Mm-hmm. And like the development of Northern Hemisphere places better being yeah. from here. So I felt like I could be more accurate to geographical realities. That's legit. This way. That's 
that's super. So it, it was like semi intentional. You know, those tiny animals that you have in Chile. Look it up; they're amazing. Yeah, like world's smallest deer. I, I I can just speak to it better. So I chose to go with what I know, whether it was partially intentional yeah. or not. But but yeah, I, I think Robert Jordan should have just fucking done that. Because this sure things were geographic, mapped it out in a few different ways. Because it's kind of like he just wrote down a bunch of fucking aspects of reality, and put them decide- on playing cards, and tried to do fifty-two pickup. Like, oh, is what I was gonna say. Go. He put them on a dartboard. He blindfolded himself, and he threw. Honestly, though, it just like <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like he didn't think anything through. But what he did think through, and let, let's just say this, because we, we still love the we rip on style. him a lot. Everything that he didn't put into good world building, he absolutely put into compelling, intriguing characters. Oh, yes. And a very engaging and well-done plot. Yeah. We wouldn't do this podcast if we did not love The Wheel of Time. Right. Like, like I th- we love it. But, like, it's... He, he was a good author, but I think it's really important to, like, look at mistakes everybody makes, no matter how much we love them. Maybe That's more so if we love them grow. more. Mm-hmm. Right? So, The Wheel of Time, fucking great. Robert Jordan's world building, not great. Now you have a big announcement to make. You have some thanks to give as we wrap up here. Thank you, Jake, for joining our Patreon. I know that you joined in January. It's Mm -hmm. January. We know you joined in January, and this isn't coming out until March, but I'm just a planner. I'm sorry. We we always work on a bit of a delay. It just helps us because we're so busy. It so helps if, us stay on top of it. Yeah, so if we get like real extra busy, then we don't have to record. But yeah, it's, it's rough being a teacher. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Weed of Time, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on Twitter at The Weed of Time, and remember to check out our Patreon at the same name for bonuses like early access and bonus episodes. Until next time. Wait, sorry, I actually just had something. I meant to mention this to you. I'm so sorry. I'm doing this again. I'm so sorry. I meant to mention this to you earlier. I think it's yeah. something we should start saying. Yes. Please, if it's not too much to ask, anyone who's willing, rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to us on. Oh, yeah. Because uh, good ratings and reviews you know, show engagement, and they really help us with the algorithm. So that's going to help extend our reach if you're able to do that for us. So if you're willing for to... For when people start being interested in The Wheel of Time because the TV show comes out. Yeah. It makes it look good. And so just, you know... Like, comment, subscribe, right? Because that, that, that does help us quite a bit. So if you could, please, <laughs> yeah. go ahead, finish it off. Take, take us home. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Bye. You were going to do something funny. Was I? Yeah. Oh, no, no, because we're doing Material Girl as the oh, credits. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next time, we'll find gonna, out what that is later. We're going to prank you someday. Bye.
serious.